Yo, welcome to the Hive Hustle, the captivating podcast where we dive into street culture, whether that be hip hop, crump, roller skating, R&B music, dance, graffiti, whatever has helped me grow as a person, shaped my life. It's official now, the Hive Hustle podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts, even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. Today, I got a great guest. Yo. Dude is like really tremendously helped me in the past couple years. And yo, side note, his shoelaces are dope as hell. Oh, swear it. (laughs) My boy Brandon from Also Dope, Dope Show Crew, veteran in the day, Vegas dance community. He was cool with having a conversation with me, coming on the podcast, and really, let's dive in, man. I want to get to know you more. I want to have people know your story. I'm also a part of Dope Show, if you don't know. Yeah. I barely go to practice, but they still family. Live a dope life. You know? Um, So first and foremost, man, how you doing? I'm doing great. Getting over uh, being sick. COVID, right? Yeah, I had COVID like two Uh, weeks ago. It's like flu now. Yeah, a little bit, but I feel like, right, I got sick again. I have, Uh like, a head cold now, so that's why I know it's not COVID. So if I sound a little stuffy or anything, Bro, you realize I post videos all the time sounding stuffy? My allergies is no joke. And we just got a new dog, so... Not hyper. I'm about to to take Zyrtec every day again. Hey, I feel it. I should (laughs) have took one before I came. But it's a Frenchie, so I can't... She cute as hell, bro. (laughs) So, but, okay... First and foremost, bro, thank you for being on the show. Um, I'm appreciative. Like, as you know, I do my best to try to give back to the community. And this community shaped me, man. Vegas shaped my life. Um, hip-hop, crump, street dance, just in general. And that's what I do this for. You, I've been around you since 2012. And yes. we got really close like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Like when I started with the Dope Show. Yeah. And you and Steph really changed my thought process on dance and this oh. first season was really really geared towards like who invested in me and who inspired me throughout like the past like seven years and you're one of those people well thank you man that's man. that's crazy to think about uh it, it is but you don't know who you're inspiring sometimes and y'all when i first walked into the first practice and i had to sign an nda I was like, oh, they serious. <laughs> so first and foremost, man, tell us your journey. You know, tell us how you got into hip hop dance. Um, what made you want to make it a career, too? Um, so I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Look, you said it with the accent and everything. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the 7 War 504. Uh, you know, got to always put it on your back. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, being from New Orleans, it's... Uh, the city that I invented jazz, you yeah. Know? So it's a very musical city. So I grew up going to block parties. I grew up going to all these places. A lot of random, random as hell. Manny Fresh, producer Manny Fresh, went to my church. Whoa, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So like, like, <clears throat> there's always been like I didn't know who he was at the time, you know. Yeah, like, you was like, like, oh, but uh, <clears throat> I've always had like some type of like in involvement. Music. In, yeah, 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 but. I never like, I mean, I like tried to play trumpet in third grade, but I didn't have the lungs for it. So that was like a fail right there. But I've always had this like music baked into like my life. Okay. Especially because the city is, you can't go anywhere without music, especially in New Orleans because you got jazz, you got Zydeco, you got 
like Cajun jazz. You yeah. got you got all this different like stuff that's going on, and that's really apparent in the music. Mm-hmm. Especially like the Trigger Man beat is everywhere in New Orleans, and now it's like making a resurgence with Drake yep. and all this yep. stuff. So, um, my earliest earliest memory of dance was like this block party, and the block is hot came on. Mm. and like you know the 90s so like that was just hidden and that's like the first thing i remember like oh snap and that's like really seeing like the community side of Mm -hmm. hip-hop and like what it is yeah besides just like oh you know the studio side so that's that's always intrigued me and then when i moved out here i was like 13 okay moved to vegas uh no i was like 12 i was mad young but coming out here and people that I collided with that uh, introduced me to dance in, like, a different way. Okay. And so, like, I had this homie named uh, Moody Man. That was his name. Shout out Antoine. Uh, But he used to be real cool with Deshaun Fiction before before he became Fiction. So, like, I knew him, like, in passing back in the day. And, like, we would go to, like, Meadows Mall and, like, jerk battle people. (laughs) Jerking. Yeah, that's what we used to Man. do at Meadows Mall. Uh, it had to be Meadows, though. It had Not to be Boulevard? Meadows. Nah. Because <laughs> I used to stay up, I used to stay up like on MLK. Yeah. yeah so. That was the closest mall besides yeah. the premiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It was premium was still being built at the time. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So, yeah, we'd go to the Meadows Mall and jerk battle people and stuff like that. What year was that? It had to be, like... Oh, nine, ten. Oh, crap. Yeah. I was, like, heavy into crumping. Yeah. I remember when Jerkin first came out and, like, people were talking about it. It was, yeah. like, all of us crumpers would make fun of it. Yeah. All the B-boys <laughs> was, like, mad at us, you know? They were like, that ain't no pin drop. That's a Colt 45. And I was like, oh, <laughs> word. <laughs> like, yeah, you're technical, but we just trying to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I looked at dance in that aspect. And then I felt like I, like, moved to the south side. So okay. all my homies from... You the, know, the north, the north, yeah, or the west side, <laughs> yeah, you would call yeah. it. It's like northwest. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went to Andre Agassi uh, Boys and Girls Club, you know what's up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's that? Washington and MLK. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> right by D Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's where I used to say. Oh yeah. Uh, where that Walker furniture is. Oh my yeah. god, that Walker furniture is like legitimately yeah. like right history. underneath the spaghetti bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I used to stay across the street from there. Okay. Um, so, so when yeah. you moved to the South Side, I moved to the South Side. I didn't know anything about dance, and that's besides when I met. jerking. Yeah, well, jerking and like regularly like popping and stuff yeah. like that. But then uh, my high school, Silverado, had a really heavy b boy scene. Mm. Uh, so I had this homie named John Michael, rest in peace. Um, they were part of this crew called Hero Crew, and it's like a little ragtag, like okay, little homies. They threw this jam at the homie Ng's mom's restaurant. Okay. And that's when I, like, found out about the scene. Like, Primo showed up. Cigar mm. showed up. Okay. Like, a bunch of people from Knucklehead Zoo. Full Got forth. you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is some, like, random jam these high school kids threw. Like, K. Moore pulled up. And I was oh, like, yo, wow. who are these people? Like, yeah. And that's what, like, introduced me to, like, the greater scope of, like, what okay. was going on. In Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had no, no idea, like, the scene was, like... A scene. Yeah, you, know? you didn't know that there was an actual yeah. hip hop. Yeah, scene. we were just running around battling people, whoever yeah. whoever could get it. <laughs> and back then, it wasn't so 
like 09, 2010, like it, the internet was still a thing. Yeah. But Facebook and yeah. you, and Instagram and YouTube wasn't where it is now. No, not at so all. So like now you could literally search on Facebook and be like, like Vegas hip hop dance crew and you'll find something. Back then you couldn't do that. Yeah. So yeah. you had to be in the scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no clue it existed. But, uh, <coughs> sorry. But then, like that intrigued my interest. I I wanted to know more. I wanted of course. to see. So I like. <laughs> this is a very old story. I went in the phone book and. <laughs> oh hell no! And hey, I, if you don't know what a phone book is, turn the podcast off right now. Also, I, I don't even want you to watch it. We grew up broke. Yeah, I <laughs> we had, grew up broke as hell. We had no internet. yellow pages. Yeah, I grabbed a phone book and I I flipped through dance studios. <laughs> my bad. And yeah, that's funny straight. as fuck. And I just like started calling them. I was like, "Hey, you got hip hop." And then be like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, like, yeah, but only for kids type thing. And I'm like, I'm about to be 18. So I'm like, all right, I can't, can't do that. And then, uh, walk into a beginner hip hop class yeah, with four year olds. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. But like, I was already like breaking and stuff like that yeah. in the street. So like, I had some, you had knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. So I couldn't be like, all right, introductory class. <laughs> Excuse me. But that's how I found out about District. Okay. Um, I had met, uh, Lee Andrew. Yeah, I met him through a mutual friend, um, and then he was like, "Oh, you should come join Rascal's Crew," back in the day. Damn, Rascal's Crew! And I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like I really want to like get into it. I really want to know yeah. it. And then I didn't hear from him for like six months, mm. and then I randomly ran into him at uh, Town Square at the okay. movie theaters, and I was like, "Hey man, why are you ducking me?" Like, and he's like, "Oh no, no, it's not like that." He's like, "Actually, Rascal's broke up." So, like, I couldn't... <laughs> you couldn't even do anything. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell you to come to something that don't exist. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, but there's this new crew that I just started called Under the Radar. And he's like, okay. if you want to come through, you could come. And I was like, for sure. I'll come through and showed up at District. And it was, like, for me, the perfect introduction into, like, the scene. I feel like if I went to any other <coughs> studio... I probably would have, like, walked out. In the heart of artistic innovation and urban vibrancy, Swarm Culture stands as a dynamic and captivating brand that serves as both a sanctuary and a launching pad for crump dancing, roller skating, hip-hop, and street culture. Through curated events, workshops, performances, and collaborations, Swarm Brand strives to empower individuals from all walks of life, celebrating diversity and inspiring unity through the shared language of art. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. Well, it, District was the hub. It was. Starting in 2011, yeah. 2012, like, it was the hub for Vegas dance. I was teaching Crump. You had, <laughs> it was what, a full force dance studio? Full force. I'm one of the yeah. main crews in Vegas. Mm -hmm. You know, full force. There's full force Knuckle Hezu and, and Battleborn, which were like the main three biggest crews besides like Pots and other crews. Mm, but, dang Pots, People of the Sun. <laughs> yeah, Neek and all them. You know what I'm saying? But that's the perfect intro. Yeah. So. ATM had the Saturday sessions. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, we were all that district. That was the home. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. So what made you, now shifting, obviously that was your introduction, and I, that's where I met you. Yeah. You know, you were the you were the you literally the intern at the front desk, yep. and I told you to make 
they were supposed to pay him. Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to talk to you until, until they, they, pay get, you. they pay you. So you just come in and just, like, to, pay just to put it out there, Mafioso has always wanted people to get what they're worth since 2012. Yeah. I'm going to put this on Instagram too, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, dude, we both got a problem right yeah. now. Yeah. I ain't smoked all day, so my anxiety's tripping. <laughs> what made you want to pursue it as a career after? Um,. <clears throat> what made I don't I always like I feel like I categorize myself as a performer okay uh, there's this conversation I had with Pepper Vaughn super duper like he's from Sacramento like to me he's like the the godfather of all dance cause he's like he predates like hip hop you know really yeah cause Pepper is like 73 74 okay. and this fool still teaches class every Tuesday the last time I took his class, I almost threw up. He's going hard at 73. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. But he was he was saying that like everybody falls into like this category of like what they do with dance. And the category I fall into is I'm a performer and I just use <coughs> dance to perform. Okay. Like if I was a singer, I'd perform, but I just use singing. Yeah. I can't sing worth the damn. So Got dance you. Is so what you I just do. you just consider yourself a performer in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just kind of like got this bug that like, I didn't want to have a job. Okay. I didn't want to have this job. And like I said, I grew up very poor. So like my one aspiration in life is really like stability. Well, yeah, yeah. But like this, this, this dream I had is like, I want to have a job where I have to go to the airport a lot. Cause I didn't get on a plane until I was like 23 so it was like, I want to be able to go to the airport and travel and do this and do this and do that. I understand that feeling. Yeah. So I was like, I could do that with dance. ABDC like was a thing. <laughs> yeah. So you did good around dance. that time. Yeah. Well, the dance was yeah. really big. So I, I'm seeing this stuff that like something I'm interested in and mm -hmm. people like uh, Urban Dance Camp is in Germany. And yeah. It's like I know these fools ain't from Damn, Germany. Urban Dance Camp. Yeah. So like seeing stuff like that is like, all right, I could do that. I could get this job where I like. I can go there and it's fun and I can be silly and goofy mm -hmm. and entertain people how yeah. I want to. And then like, it's also that physical release too. So yeah, that was the, the reason. Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Now to shift a little bit, because obviously we talked about your introduction and you, what made you want to make it a career now being that you're what, 11 years now, like officially in the dance scene? Yeah, yeah. 11 okay. coming on 12. Yeah, like 2024 would be 12 because you started in what, 2011, 2012? 2012, yeah. So you're going on 12 years of being actively in street dance, hip-hop, in specifically the Las Vegas community. You lived in Sacramento for a little bit, right? For like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> being a veteran out here, um, how have you seen hip-hop and performing and street dance grow? And then, like, what do you think can make it better in this day and age? Uh, dang. Uh, me and Steph talk about this all the time. We feel like we're in that middle child generation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's such a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because seeing the OGs, mm -hmm. like, of our times, like the pre-YouTube dancers. Yeah. So that's, like, Ellis and EJ Barba yeah. out here. That's, like... Brian Inez. EJ Barba. Yeah. Shout out to EJ. Yeah, man. for real. I go to church with him and he's amazing. <laughs> EJ is the homie for life. Uh, or like Good Crew. 
you know, yeah, back in the day. Uh, so I came in like where they're like, where I am now, where it's like, they start to make that that branch. Like, all right, am I gonna like go settle down? I'm gonna keep doing this type thing. Yeah. So you're in that you're in that that fork. Yeah. It's like I'm either gonna continue to be creative and dance, or there's got to be a shift that I got to take a different career yeah, path. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everybody has that. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. And then when I came into the scene, a lot of those people were getting to that point. Yeah. So. Um, so seeing like these people that laid the foundation of what stuff was, mm -hmm. and then it was like our job to kind of pick that up and, and take then, it further. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> so speaking on Vegas in particular, I've been blessed to have the benefit of experiencing multiple scenes, mm -hmm. but just speaking on Vegas in general, um, <clears throat> I think that middle period, the middle kingdom, so to speak, mm -hmm. was very interesting that's where a lot of people were trying to <coughs> strike it on their own mm. type thing and i think um there was a little glue left in the community and it was like slowly pulling i think uh and i feel like i'm always like you know walking on eggshells to say this but like Nowadays, the community is a lot more fractured and like splintered off. I feel like was. the pandemic had a lot to do with that. I think so. A lot too. of things happened in the pandemic with yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it. And I feel like we're rebuilding right now. Yes. Yes. Um, but, but the Vegas scene to me was very, man, I feel like I, me personally, I'm in such a weird spot on it because I started like battling. Yeah. That's where I started at. And then you went into Korea. And then I went into Corio. Yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> and I tried to keep both feet in it as much yeah. as possible. Um, I mean, I lean more Corio heavy now, but mm -hmm. like, you know, you see me, I'll go Bro, to battle. Bro, you battled at the R&B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I make it a you point. You just talked about it before we got on camera that you might battle this Sunday yeah, at the yeah. Hybrid's anniversary. Hybrid's anniversary tomorrow. Literally, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I might put my name down. <laughs> I don't know because I'm not feeling my, yeah, of course. my best right now. You're not fully at 100%, but the point is you still have yeah, your feet. I'm going to go. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to participate. Yeah, you know? of course. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> so seeing the scene from its different points is like crazy to me. Because to me, Vegas freestyle is like, you know, you got yeah. Super Crew. We had the arc. We had... Uh, the Vegas freestyle scene is definitely yeah. very, very high quality. Yeah. But then the choreo scene doesn't <laughs> get that same like height. And it, I, but there's there's, there's a so lot of factors. People. There are there are, and it's not it's not a talent felt, thing. Just to be honest with you, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. this is my personal opinion about that specific subject, about how high quality the Vegas freestyle scene is, and high how high quality the Vegas choreo scene is. The problem that we run into with why the Vegas choreo scene isn't like highlighted as much because the lack of events. Yeah. I think that like played style a huge... was a great thing, mm -hmm. but once it stopped, we haven't had World of Dance. Prelude is okay, but it's not the best platform. So I feel like the Vegas choreo heads need to come together like the Vegas freestyle heads did. Yeah. And they need to create something that can be Vegas. Which is why also dope exists. <laughs> what? Say that again. Which is why also dope exists. Exactly. But I think, Amen. I think, I think um, <laughs> that same reason is why people seek outside of Vegas. Yeah, but understand that Vegas 
freestyle does that too. Yeah, it does. But I think there's also like, <coughs> I think it's like because there were more freestyle mm-hmm. focused things, they're like a bit further down oh, that yeah. line than that. Very like, true. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Yeah. But I think but it's going to take more, more time because and more groundwork <laughs> needs to be put into play mm-hmm. with solid foundation for Vegas choreo scene to thrive because there's certain people in the scene that are thriving. Mm-hmm. Like Playground thrives like crazy in the in the commercial hip-hop scene. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Prodigy, K has thrived tremendously with the Prodigy dance crew and being in the Aces and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. We see people getting into the industry and like now that Vegas is growing, but what we don't see is the community itself, choreography wise, being flourished. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed. Yeah. And that's a core philosophy of me. Um, but I mean, it's not mine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big, big, big hip hop historian. I know. That is my. One opinion. thing I've learned from you <laughs> in the past year and a half being around you is. You know your hip-hop roots, and that's dope as hell to me. Thank you, man. I, I love it. To me, as a dancer, but more importantly, as a black man, I mm-hmm. feel like it's my culture, yeah. you know? And not to... not to, I'm never being one to gatekeep, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, you're not black, so you can't do this. Yeah. Like, it, it ain't never been like that. You have to acknowledge that. it. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, when I learned that... That's what made me shift my whole brand. Mm-hmm. Because you remember, I was, I said the N-word all the time. I was crumper. I was a crumper, bro. That was a part of our normal language. So when somebody came to me and was like, Soul, Jade Soul, he came mm-hmm. to me and was like, yo, bro, you got to stop saying that. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're not allowed to say that. And I'm like, hold on, what? Every person in the crump community has never said anything to me about this. What is going on? I grew up on, I was very entitled. Mm-hmm. I grew up on the east side of Vegas, bro. I was in a gang. I was this, I was that. What you talking about? And then it clicked. Bro, this isn't yours. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel the need to have the right to even say that or call this yours? And that's why I feel like my mindset shifted. And I feel like everybody in the dance scene needs that. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, like I was saying, like to me, it's like ethnically my culture. Yeah. But it's also, lifestyle wise in yeah. my culture you know i don't know how to explain that but like it's culture is lifestyle. yeah but <clears throat> that also doesn't give me a free pass to be like oh you know i can just do it because it doesn't give I'm you black. a free pass to be entitled yourself right exactly you still have to put i have to do my in. homework you know i have saying? to learn yeah. about my culture i can't just i couldn't call myself throwing events or trying to do something or trying to host a class if i don't have the knowledge like you can't mm. you can't just do shit Without knowing shit, you yeah. know? And that's always been, like, my thing is knowledge first, you know? Yeah. And so, like, well, my whole philosophy. Hip-hop, it was built on Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, from KRS one you know, the, the great teacher, KRS one yeah. has this, like, three-tiered thing of, like, hip-hop and, like, the way it's spelled out and, like, like how it works is, like, hip-hop, like, one mushed together, H-I-P-H-O-P, no space, no hyphen, no nothing, yeah. is the unphysical part, the 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 collective thought yeah. of the people yeah. and that's what makes where they were at and they created yeah. yeah like like Steph was asking me uh like how does how did Nike become part of hip hop and I was like cuz people decided yeah cuz people decided the the African American community decided mm-hmm. we are going to wear this shoe this and way. that's what made it yeah. what it is today yeah. it's the collective if, thought if if 
the African American community never created the want to build. Dude, half of the shit we wear today is because I was just watching a podcast yesterday with Tigger. I guess they have the basement now on oh. like BET's YouTube account. Yo, I didn't know that. That used to be my show. And now Tigger is interviewing other artists about oh, hip hop. Word. Same thing we're doing, but he's doing it on a bigger scale. And now they call it the basement something else. I forgot what it was called. Mm. But they had Bow Wow on there and they were talking about how hip hop was an idea first. And they made everything cool that is cool now. Yeah. But yeah. they were also talking about how rock isn't anything anymore. It's an indie genre. Right. And they said if hip-hop doesn't do something different or do change its route, it could be that in the next 50 years. I don't think hip-hop, that can happen to. I think rap, that can happen to. Very true. There's a difference. There's a two totally different yeah. things. Rap, like lyricism and rapping. Is rap is just one part. It's one section of hip-hop. Of hip-hop. And that's what they were saying on the podcast. They were saying, like... The whole idea of hip hop is still going to be a thing because yeah. there's hip hop in advertisements, yes. there's hip hop in everything. But rap as a genre of music could low key go down. Yeah. If they don't change it. Yeah. So now shifting, um, obviously you made the decision to take it as serious as a career. We obviously know that that led you on the Jabberwockies. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a big deal, man. Like being a part of that company. A lot of people think that it's still the same people that are in the masks and they don't understand that they have like, that all a the whole like like conglomerate of people that wear that mask. It's not KB and raining in them anymore, mm-hmm. which don't get me wrong. They probably do. But they still rock the mask. Yeah. yeah but ultimately, day to day, show to show, there's a there's a cast of people. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So what was that like? And what was some memorable moments that you had with the Jabberwockies cast? Uh oh man, um, my journey with Jabba it it predates the show. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, so I was on Camp Radar under the yeah. radar underrated. Um, one of our directors was Amanda Gutierrez. Shout out mm-hmm. Boogie Lala, OG Boogie Monsters. I am DJP. Shout out all those peeps. Um, but you know she's been with them since like you know very beginning. Very beginning. Yeah. yeah pre all that and she has like familiar ties with them mm-hmm. so coming up under her i got to meet some of them beforehand yeah. um but randomly one day at neon okay um which one was it the first one no no it was neon 2013 okay so second one yeah no that was the first one was it yeah that's what know. me and brandon won that's me and crooks won oh, okay so but yeah neon 2013 there was under this, the radar performed under yeah it was my like very first performance on stage ever um there was this random jabberwocky cutout downstairs and kb was there and like nobody was talking to him i feel like people were too like scared to approach him oh yeah because it's kb back you know? then yeah he yeah. was like oh my god that's a jabberwocky yeah. i remember seeing him at church for the first time i was like oh i literally looked at my wife at this and i was like yo that's a jabberwocky yeah, like seeing babe, them at like brew tea or something. Literally, like, like what? What? <laughs> so, but yeah, I went up to him and I, he had this sign up sheet and I was like, oh, what is this for? And he was like, oh, I'm trying to start this like class thing. And it I was remember like, that. Yeah, and it was a uh, Kaboom like Squad. Beat Kundu. Yeah, it was the the predecessor to Beat Kundu. It was yeah. it was Kaboom Squad, which I guess was their like training team back. Yeah, in the I was day. on that squad. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like the first person to sign up for that on uh-huh. that sign up sheet. And I was like, all right, well, you know, that's cool. I hope that, like, turns it into turns something. It turns into something, yeah. Yeah, and so I went to those things, and then 
I went to the audition and like I was so nervous because there's like all these people that I've looked up to for years at this audition and like the final round. And I was like, damn, I took the bus here, yo. Like everybody else yeah. like are from somewhere. And I was yeah. like, I just took the bus. I lived down <laughs> the street. Yeah. But um, yeah, so my journey with Jabba was crazy. I was there for five years from 2015 to 20, like 2020, 2019, damn, 2020. That's yeah. crazy. Um, <sighs> what would you say a memorable moment is? God, so many. There's so many things that like I got to do while rocking the mask. Uh, being a part of the cast is crazy. It's It's definitely like... An experience that I would I would never give up, you know. Yeah. Um, something that's like definitely memorable. I think my greatest on stage thing was doing the Pulse Twin Cities okay. uh, concert. It's like a Christian concert I festival, know, yeah. and um, it was at the I forget what the name of the stadium is, but it's the Viking Stadium. Okay, and like. It was seventy thousand people in the audience, and that was like the biggest like crowd of people performing. That you've for. ever performed, yeah. yeah. And I just remember like we come out, and there's this part where we just like stand there and we look out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that was like the like crazy the pinnacle. Moment. Of, yeah, like, yeah. It's like this is like that's like when I everything was I've been working towards. Yeah, that's when I was in Japan. I taught a workshop, and it was a kids' workshop, mm -hmm. and. It was the craziest workshop I've ever taught. And I'm sitting there, standing there, and I'm looking at all the students, and they're just looking at me. They don't speak English. They don't, they just want to learn a crumb. Mm. They don't care about who I am. They don't care about, like, what I've accomplished. They just know that I'm a good crumper, and they just want to learn. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, damn, like, it was like that moment where you seen that meme of the, is it Wiz Kid, where he, like, his song is playing, and he's just looking at the crowd. Oh, yeah. Recently, that video that came out, and you could tell it was like an aha moment for him. I guarantee that that moment for you was that aha moment. Like, dang, I really accomplished one of my dreams. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting chills just like yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, like, it's crazy because uh, my like first year in Jabba is when Prism was still going. Yeah. And it was like rehearsal for it. Mm -hmm. And there's this part during uh, Bohemian Rhapsody okay. where it's like, anyone can. Yeah. And there's this part where these like lights come down and they like flush over the audience. And every time I watched that show, it, like that part gave me like goosebumps. Mm -hmm. And then like I remember sitting in the theater thinking, like, oh my God, like I'm here. Yeah. I'm on this side of it. Yeah. And like the lights, they did the lights thing because they're just running tests. And like mm -hmm. when it hit me, like I just had like this moment of silence mm -hmm. for myself. And then doing uh pulse. The same feeling from like the camera flashes yeah. was the same way that the light the lights worked. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh snap! Like this is like for real full circle for That's me. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. Well, like obviously 2020 Jabba stopped. Mm -hmm. You were obviously we all had the pandemic. Mm -hmm. That was a crazy situation. But then after that, as I know, you started something called Also Dope. Yes. And Dope Show Crew. Yes. Tell us about that. At Swarm Branding, we're not just a digital marketing agency. We're your key to online success. Let's take a closer look at the services that can transform your brand. Graphic design, web design, search engine optimization, print media, social media services, and content marketing services. Swarm Branding is your full-service digital marketing powerhouse committed to making your brand a digital sensation. Don't wait. Visit us today at swarmeverything.com. So, um, 
2020 was crazy. Uh, that's when I went to SAC because mm-hmm. um, my girl's from SAC. Mm-hmm. Um, so went there to be with her for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so happens the pandemic was also going on. Yeah. So I unintentionally stayed there. You know, I, was, I wasn't we, going. We yeah. 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 But, you know, I, I learned a lot. Um, excuse me. Um, seeing a different scene, seeing a different scene that works in a different way a scene that's older than us mm-hmm. and then a scene that has so much stuff that comes out of it. Um, like for instance, Boogie, right? My girl was the direct, the current director of Boogie Monsters. Yeah. Boogie Monsters is, goes back to 03, but then there's so many people that came out of Boogie Monsters, like David Garibaldi, the yeah. painter from Boogie Monsters, Victoria Monet, the singer, yeah. she was on Boogie Monsters. Yeah. Uh, so if you wonder why she's killing the on my mama choreos, cause she yeah, was on, cause Boogie. she knows how to dance. Yeah. Uh, all these people from like Sacramento in general, Kid Kita, yeah. TJ Lewis, yeah. like all these people come from SAC. So seeing a scene that like breeds like it's like Crazy a furnace dancer, over there, yeah. you know, like just diamonds come out of there, and being able to experience it is like, yo, this scene is wild. Yeah, what's going on here? Like, there's got to be what something can we in the water. To yeah, play, like yeah. what's what's happening here? Yeah. Um, I knew that. Even though I was the current director of Under the Radar, mm-hmm. um, shout out to Chris Aldiger, Man, like my mentor. Amazing, yeah, amazing dude. Taught me everything a yeah. thousand percent. I wouldn't be anywhere I would be without him and his knowledge. But <clears throat> I took over directing from him. Mm-hmm. And there's just a difference between like having your own. You yeah. Know? Yeah, um, that's the same thing with me. Like I could have continued one round, mm-hmm. I could have continued that brand, but it wasn't mine. It was built by a collective of people, mm-hmm. and that's why I changed it to Swarm Brand because yeah. it was it, this is mine. Mm-hmm. I could say that I created this and curated it from the ground up. So yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I want to strike out on my own. I want to take my collective knowledge that I've gathered from everywhere I've been, and. Now that I'm with Steph, who's someone that, like, I always respected as a dancer, Mm -hmm. and her history is just, like, insane, I was like, I want to dance forever. God. You're good. You're good. I want to dance forever. being here, even though you're, like, not feeling well. We're doing this. Uh, I want to keep dancing. I want to keep being in dance. Drink some water, bro. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) But how do I keep doing it even if like i physically can't do it yeah you know? how do you how do you like and that's how i that's where i'm at right now that's why this is a thing because i know there's gonna come a time like people don't really like they ask me all the time like how old are you? i'm like bro i'm almost 40 like three years from now i'm gonna be 40 and like i know that i'm not gonna be able to battle forever i know i'm not gonna be able to throw like i'm not gonna be able to be competing forever but how can i still invest so i, I get it yeah so uh, we decided to start Also Dope. And uh, <clears throat> the Also Dope is a hip-hop entertainment and edu- or education and entertainment company. Gotcha. So our, our ultimate goal is to teach life through hip-hop. Okay. Uh, because to me, that's how I grew up. I grew up with the culture in mind and everything that I did, dress, style, food, everything comes back to hip-hop. And... As a you know historian of sorts, I I want to 
keep the culture going. Yeah. That's our motto to elevate the culture yeah. today. I feel like there's like a huge misconception about like foundational styles, for instance, where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I don't want to learn popping because I'm not trying to be a popper. And it's like, okay, like nobody says you have to do that like that, but yeah. you can utilize the knowledge of it yeah. into other things. So um, we started also dope to just share our knowledge with specifically the community level dancer. Okay. Um, the people that you were when you were 12 yes, and you went to that. Event. Yes. Yes. That makes because sense. Because the introduction, because mm -hmm. the introduction is all that matters. Yes. And I feel like how you were saying, like people go to the industry yeah. and they leave the, they, some people leave the community behind. Yeah. But they come back to community as themselves. No matter what. They don't come back and like giving a lot. So I blessed to be able to do the things I've done with Jabba as myself mm -hmm. and all this stuff and stuff too. And we're like, how do we get everyone else to experience these things? Yeah. And so that's our ultimate goal with Also Dope is getting the community dancer level something other than this show a year, this show a year, this show a year. Yeah. Instead of like, <clears throat> hey, we only have Sayo to look forward to. Mm -hmm. How are we going to develop relationships within the da dance community and within the Las Vegas community mm -hmm. to introduce people to hip hop. Right. And that's why we started like Groove Nights. Yeah. Where it's like it's you not, don't have to be a dancer, you just, you just you go, go yeah. groove. Yeah, we got yeah. a live DJ and yeah. spin and you know, we if you need some time. help, we'll, we'll we'll show you some grooves real quick. Yeah. But other than that, you know, just yeah. go. Come support. Come yeah. Have a good time. It's it's basically like a mini block party in yeah. the studio. Yeah. That's the idea behind it. Well, you have to have that, bro, because <clears throat> we're so studio based now that I feel like when kids go into the dance studio and they learn about hip hop, they're learning the moves. Mm -hmm. They're learning do this and not the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I feel like what you guys are doing is great because you're giving people, hey, this is the move. The move is a Fresno. But where did that groove come from and where did that mindset come from behind that move? And that's what I learned from you. And that's why I say, I tell you all the time, I'm like, you helped me have fun again with dance. Like, there's not a lot of people that you could go to and actually go to a dance class and have a great time. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, you got to get the choreo. You got to get this right. You got to get this right. And that's one thing that I love about you. It's like, bro, you're teaching us the knowledge. You're giving us the moves. And you're making it fun at the same time. So props, bro. Thank you, man. Real Thank talk. You. I say all the time that I think a lot of people like dancing. Yeah. They don't like dance. Bars. <laughs> Bar got bars. Bars. Mixtape dropping soon. It literally. <laughs> fuck, that was crazy. Uh, People like dancing. They don't like dance. Yeah. That is the craziest, me like, I don't know if it's a metaphor. I don't know if it, what it is, but that's when you really think about that statement, that's insane. Yeah. I like, I like, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to call nobody out or nothing like that. That's not my thing. I just, just speaking on my personal observations, and I can yeah. be totally wrong, you know, yeah. or, you know, whatever, but... I I like dance in its idea. Mm -hmm. I like like I could never do another show again and be completely content. Uh, just I don't dancing. have to. Yeah, just dancing. Not even going being on a crew. Yeah. Or a lot of people miss that. 
Yeah. A lot of people have to have the next thing. They have to have the next uh, show. They have to have the next concept video. They have to have the next performance. They don't enjoy it for mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. Fuck. And Sorry. But, 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 but everybody started there. Yeah. Everybody started there. You started watching something. And yeah. you fell in love yeah. with the, move, the feeling it gave you. Mm. That's good. But we all get jaded. You know, in our journey. Trauma, yeah. triggers. Yeah, you know. Hurt, resentment, you know, bitterness. As soon as you do like a comp show, and hell you don't make it, and you're you're pissed off. <laughs> yeah. You're not feeling it. Yeah, and then you start looking at things from like a critical point of view, and you're like critiquing Ooh. it. Like, oh, that's, that could have been cleaner. That could have been, you know, this, that. Uh, but you're just, The like, analytics start yeah. playing a point. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like the, the, the new gen see it because they're new, they see it more so in that way. And then I feel like an old head when people are like, yeah, but the vibe was good. And I was like, but that shit was sloppy, yo. Like, like there's, there's, there's got to be a balance. Yeah, there's got to be a balance. Like, that's how I feel when it comes down to it. It's like, we have to have a balance of or originality, like when it comes to like where, where the foundation is. But we have to allow people to be f creative and free. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's it's always hard. Mm -hmm. That's always hard. Mm -hmm. Now, I also dope is an entertainment and educational company that thrives off of hip hop. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, within that company, mm -hmm. you have your own crew. Yes. So, how did the formation and what's the mission behind Dope Show? <laughs> So also dope is the overall like the company. Umbrella. Yeah, the umbrella company. Um and it puts together stuff, it produces stuff, it produces mm -hmm. videos, this that, and the third events, helps teach people. We go out to schools and teach, you know. Um, but the dope show is supposed to be the living proof of that. Okay. It's supposed to be like the petri dish of also dope, yeah. like 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 this is what we create. Yeah, this is this is what it form yeah this is yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Concentrated, you yeah. know, opposed to like outside events. This was mm -hmm. internal, uh, so that was like the the reasoning behind the formation of it. Mm. Also, because me and stuff, we, we still want to dance, you know, but it was to be like, okay, this is all the theories. Mm -hmm. Let's put these theories into practice. Uh, How do we run a crew that is purely based off of what we believe in in dance? Because mm. uh, <clears throat> people ask us all the time, like, when are you guys going to perform? When are you guys going to perform? When are you guys going to perform? And it's like, we're performing we every day. Yeah. Like, we're, like we're, making, we're making things happen. And that's what time. I'm saying about, like, the yeah. dance versus dancing. Yeah. Like, we, we're cool to just come in the studio and have a good and time. And have a good time and dance and, and like, collaborate. Make and, shit with and, each other. Yeah. yeah. But I'm that's saying, where it started. Yeah, the garage. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's getting that feeling back. Like, like, but we're not opposed to performing or like doing these shows and yeah. stuff like that. But it was never like, okay, we're gonna be a comp team. We're gonna be a showcase. You're team. not a competition team. We're not You're a team a at all. Crew. We're, a crew. Crew. we're a crew. We're a yeah. crew. And there's a there's a there's a whole different uh, yeah, ball game. Yeah, people don't understand that a competition dance team. Me personally, in my personal opinion, I'm not saying this is factual. I'm not saying that this has is what it is. Disclaimer. This is my personal opinion. A hip-hop competition dance team, in my opinion, is parallel to a cheerleader. Yeah. In this day and I age, hear that comparison in this day a lot age, from a lot of people. A hip-hop crew is a group of friends that hung out that love to dance. Yes. Whether that be Crump, hip-hop. 
breaking, pump, popping funk. A crew is a crew of people that come together that dance together. Right. A competition team, you can relate that. You have an objective. You have, an objective. you have a reason. You have, okay, we're coming in here to create this choreo piece to perform it to win. Mm. And that's where a lot of people get it misconstrued is because the team and the crew are two totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. And they try to mix the two. Yeah. And you have to keep them separate, yeah. in my opinion. That's what I love about Dope Show is that, like, Kai, for instance, was like, hey, you trying to enter hybrids? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we don't rehearse for battling in practice. Yeah. yeah. It's just something that, like, okay, yeah, when we got time, we'll or, get together. Yeah, we'll, we'll just session, or we'll session yeah. right now yeah. while we have studio time. Yeah. Or, Somebody's like, hey, I got this idea to shoot. Y'all trying to shoot it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. But we don't come in and be like, okay, we got... I mean, well, right, right now we have a show because someone asked us to do a show. Yeah. But, but when you don't have a show, you're not necessarily like, hey, let's prep for this, 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 and this. Yeah. You're not filling your schedule to where you have to consistently prep for something. You guys can actually enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We enjoy dance for dance sake. Mm -hmm. And if we so happen to be like, somebody's like, hey, you know... We haven't been on stage in a while. Let's let's flex that muscle, you know. Let's yeah. work that out. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah let's, just let's go do that. At the, yeah, at that one event I see. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Mahalo. Oh my God, that was so crazy. Like that. That's that's my whole thing. Is that like they asked us to do that a week before, mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's just go do it. We got a bunch of stuff that we like. You could put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like we like practice for that idea type or practice tremendously for seven weeks to make sure that everything was on point yeah you went and had a good time yeah and if it came down to it it came down to it you know yeah. if you got some if you got some solid people that were interested after cool yeah okay now this is gonna be the last question okay. um we've dived into the fact of you growing up in new orleans we dived into the fact of you moving to vegas and seeing dance for the first time and really getting involved we dived into you being jabba You've had a great career. Um, now, final is, you know, what's next? Like, what do you have coming up for Also Dope? How can we find you? How can they support you? All of that. Tonight, uh, we have also... <coughs> damn. Not on the not on the tags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. Tonight, actually, we're holding a community class. Yeah. Um, at District, right? At District. District Arts. Uh, Marcin Legato and Daniel Signs are teaching. Let's go. Uh, and then we have a session afterwards. Okay. Um, we don't traditionally hold class in like the way like you just kind of come in and like do stuff. Uh, we give class time for people to like workshop almost like, oh, this is what we're gonna be teaching and like get people to really like learn at mm -hmm. class. That's the goal with a community class. Okay. Um, next month. Groove Nights will be returning. Oh, uh, if oh if, shit, if if sorry, uh, I got hype. Well, returning in Vegas, we had Groove Nights in Sacramento. I remember, for, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm so, like, you returning in Vegas, okay? My wife's gonna Nights. have the baby, we will be at Groove Nights, Nights here for sure. Uh, and then we have a uh, I can't say too much about what's coming up, but something's coming up very soon. It's something that we've been like working towards. Okay, uh, information should be coming out soon for that, but. Yeah, we got we got stuff coming for the horizon. Let's go. Uh but yeah, if you wanna keep keep up to date, you wanna keep blowing it up, uh also dope. Okay. At also dope on all social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, 
the Dope Show crew, same thing on all things. Okay. Uh, we also have a website, alsodope.com. Okay. All our information is there, too. Cool. Find about events, choreography, whatever, what have Got you. you. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you. Uh, once again, you inspired a hell out of me, and I'm grateful to have you. Um, I'll be at Groove Nights because that shit is live. I'll be there, too. Um, I appreciate you. This has been episode, I think, 11 now of hey. the High Hustle podcast. Like, subscribe. Do all the good stuff that you need to do. Subscribe to Also Dope Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe to all of us. All, everything. <laughs> but y'all have a good one. We'll see you next time. And peace. It's official now. The Hive Hustle Podcast about to sit you down. Go and fix your crown. This ain't a grain of salt. Pick your brain and thoughts. Even through a major loss. Still remain a boss. 